360biz on cliffcentral.com. It is indeed 360biz. My name is Debo Mafori. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz. It's a beautiful Tuesday where we bring you all things business. I'm not alone. I'm with my boy Bulelani, who's sitting on the other side of the window. My brother, it's actually strange seeing you there. Yeah, I can't even see you at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Nelson Mandela. You feel like Nelson Mandela, no? But you, mu- you, mu- you must see me, dude. You cannot not see me, especially when we're doing this show together, dude. It's it's a full house today. Do you see that, man? It's packed. I see the house is completely packed. Everyone from five years old all the way to I'll be modest and say twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm happy to be here, man. I'm happy to be here, yeah? No, definitely. I'm very much happy to be here myself. I mean if ever you're gonna join in on the discussion and you know as usual every week our student and it's always six one triple five one eight nine. Oh eight six one triple five one eight nine. We're on Twitter as well. Our Twitter handles at cliffcentral.com. We're on Facebook as well. Our Facebook page is Cliff Central. We're on WeChat as well. WeChat ID is Cliff Central. If ever you want to follow me on social media, it's at Debohoma40. And Debohoma40 on Facebook, it's at Debohoma40 on Instagram. Bulelani on Instagram and Facebook? Insta, nah, Insta and Twitter, it's Bulelani, at Bulelani Bala. At and Bulelani. Facebook, it's Bulelani Bala Bala, you know. Yeah, yeah. I could actually get used to the fact of you sitting that side, you know. It's not a bad idea. The window out, yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about it is I, sh- I could have brought my lunch up here. Yeah, you could actually sit there and have lunch while I'm this side, eh? I could sit here, have lunch, take nice pictures, because it covers... I've got a nice panoramic view of the inside. Yeah. And it's too formal, and you see I'm a casual guy, oh. wearing my shorts, chilling out here. It's too formal inside, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It is. <laughs> Bulelana, I'm in business, you in business? Yeah. And obviously, both of us being business, I mean, we know that since last year, obviously, May, there's the new triple B codes that has come into effect. And um, obviously that people um, have been required to comply. I know we, after immediately they came into effect, we had a show around uh, what are these new triple B codes and the likes. I mean, would you say you've taken advantage of them? I wouldn't, t- I would, I wouldn't say that I've wholly taken advantage. But I mean, if I can find out from the gentleman in studio and from the one beautiful lady in studio of how to further take advantage of the BE codes that would be most beneficial to the development and growth of my business. How do I get these large corporates to do with business with me, whether they like me or not? Um, yeah, no, it's actually a good, uh, it's a good point that, that you're raising. But I mean, would you say though, other people out there are taking advantage of these BE codes though? Nah, nah, you know what, nah? I mean, from the different networking platforms that we run, especially for the SMMEs, mm-hmm. the guys are not taking advantage at all. To them, it's just a token piece of paper that is a prerequisite mm-hmm. for them to do business with whoever, but they don't really understand how much power it possesses and that it could be a bargaining tool whenever, you know, a large corporate needs to decide on whether or not they need to deal with you to a certain point. Mm. No, I love what you're saying. I mean, it's actually true. That's why I'm in, um, in studio. Um, I've got Zaid. Um, I've not seen Zaid in a couple of years, actually. Eh? Um, he specializes in the SME development. You know this brother, I mean, I know him way before, uh, you know, you see, you see, before he's wearing the good suit that he's wearing now, and before. <laughs> <laughs> when times were tough. When times were tough, you know, and I mean, the brother has been working hard. I'm not surprised, um, that his, his company has been actually doing well. I know that out there you might be wondering who is this Zaid, but I will definitely get to him. But more than anything, let me take an opportunity to actually um, introduce my first guest um, for the day. I mean, you said like we've got people from about four years 
um, to to <laughs> to all the way to about twenty eight. I know that we've got far older though, uh, but that was just you being modest. Um, I've got Matthew Moelo, um, in studio. Matthew, how are you, my brother? I'm good, thanks. You? No, good, thanks. Don't, don't be shy, Matthew. Come close to the mic. Are you well? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You? No, good, thanks. You you on school holidays? Start by saying hi to our listeners. Um, tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Um, well, my name is Matthew. Mm-hmm. I go to St. Andrews College and I'm in grade 8. You go to where? College? St. Andrews College. St. Andrews. St. Andrews College. St. Andrews College. You know, this, this man is speaking English, so you cannot really <laughs> say, um, okay, so you're on school holidays? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Um, Matthew, this is a business show called 360. We're talking about business. Okay. Um, I mean, as somebody that's in school, um, obviously, um, you, you, you know about business. I mean, you've got parents that are entrepreneurs. So, do you know about the, the triple B codes? Uh, no. You don't know about triple B no. codes. But I'm worried. Then, after school, what do you want to be? Uh, well, I want to do aerodynamical engineering. Okay. Yeah. So, it means you're intending to work for someone or start your own business eventually? No, start my own business. You're going to start your own business? Yeah. Then, hey, I'm giving you an assignment. You need to know what the triple B codes are. Okay. Um, and, and, and how are they affecting you for, for somebody that is intending to eventually start their business one day so you definitely need to know what that is okay. what do you know about business though? it's a um, hmm? job I don't know. Like, it's a job that that businessmen do it's a job that businessmen do no, okay. no it's fine <laughs> if, if, if you say so let me move to Mr. Melo Mr. Melo how are you I'm fine, thank you. No, good, thanks. Uh, Mr. Melo, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what it is that you do. Um, my name is Chipepo Melo. I'm from Zambia, but I'm a resident of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a property developer. With, uh, I'm actually an economist. You're an economist before a property developer. Before a property developer. Yeah. 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 No, Mr. Miller, the reason I'm bringing you as, as, as part of the discussion, um, obviously you've been in South Africa for many years now. Mm. Um, the B codes came into effect with you being here. Um, and, I mean, would you say having triple B codes is it a good strategy that we have? Do you have that in Zambia? Not necessarily, but uh, we have... Uh, a system that government has in, put in place mm-hmm. where in any large tender or any large, um, what would say, uh, any large project mm-hmm. that you have uh, a foreign op- component to it, uh, they give uh, a particular percentage to the indigenous Zambian. So if you have a tender of a million dollars, mm-hmm. uh, 40% of that component will be given to the Zambian uh, entrepreneur to to work through. Okay. Yeah. And then now in South Africa, I mean, you, you've seen uh, the triple B codes, obviously, that have came into effect. I mean, there's a rumor going around that um, it has been benefiting a few. Um, would you say is it benefiting a few? I wouldn't look at it that way. I think it's also sensitization. Uh, have, have people been sensitized enough mm-hmm. to to take uh, hold of what is happening and what it details? Okay. Yeah. And once uh, people get to know, uh, I think more people will come to the playing ground, to the playing field, and mm-hmm. take and participate in it. Is it? Yeah. So now, I mean, uh, what 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 you're saying? It's 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 very interesting um, to say it depends on people. I mean, what is it? What 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 does it mean to you? Or how are you taking it? 
Uh, it's it's empowerment. It's empowerment. So I should take hold of it and uh, see how I can uh, advantage myself. Mm. What happens actually? Um, I think I'm also uh, I'm a victim of it. When you see a lot of paperwork, a lot of people are afraid of paperwork, and uh, once they look at it, they just get discouraged and not and do not have the opportunity. And don't have the opportunity to go through it and uh, probably understand it. Yeah, no, it's it's a valid point that um, that you're making, Bulelani. What does it mean to you, though? Be. Mm. Um, I guess, I guess, up until I was literate about what it meant, it was an egotistical aspect <laughs> that that gave me a Superman shield that I'll be able to put on my chest and walk into rooms and say that I am be. Yeah. But I mean, up until so far, I mean. It, for for me, it's 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 an advantageous tool mm-hmm. to a previously disadvantaged black entrepreneur or okay. black business individual to mm-hmm. further themselves by having opportunities made available to him by corporates that are specified within the BEE codes. Mm. So that to me is what um, they mean to me. Yeah. Okay. Maybe let me bring in um, somebody that 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 has been in the space of enterprise development, especially within um, the space of SME. Um, I've got my good brother here, um, Zaid Mohadin. Um, Zaid, how are you? No good. Thanks. Can you, do you want to try that again? Uh, no, very well. Thank you. No good. Thanks. Zaid, did you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is it that you do? Hi, my name is uh, Zaid. I'm the CEO for New Generation Mindset. And uh, we basically focus on implementable uh, programs around enterprise and supply development. Yeah. So, Zaid, uh, for the longest time, I mean, that I've known you, you've always been in the space of um, SME. Yep. Why that space? Well, it's strange. I mean, in 2004, when I had CBS, I started, uh, I've been asked by GP to be a mentor for the new, uh, wholesale and retail CETA, uh, new venture creation program. Mm-hmm. And then we saw that the entrepreneurs were really not, um, adequately prepared, even though they went through the NVC programs through CETA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mindset was still incorrect. And so we decided to venture and dedicate our lives to assisting these SMEs. Hmm. Okay. No, um, I think we'll, we'll get to, to, um, to, to, to more about that um, as we go on the show. But what does uh, BE mean to you? Well, I think BE to the majority of people, uh, like you said earlier, didn't benefit the the masses that we needed to in the past. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely tell you with the new scorecard uh, and the new B point, uh, policies that have come up, there's a huge opportunity for business. Isn't No, you're not alone. I mean, you have, you're with Dr. Um, Nichelle Kandai, um, I mean, who's the CEO of um, NGM. Um, Dr. Nichelle, how are you, my brother? I'm very fine. Thank you very much. No, good. Thanks. You want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is there to do. Good day, everyone. Um, my name is Nishal Kande. Mm-hmm. I work with Mr. Zaid Mohidin, who's mm-hmm. our CEO. And I primarily focus on the operations in terms of uh, SMME development, okay. but more focused on the skills and business coaching. So mm-hmm. my role is to conceptualize, design, and implement training programs mm-hmm. that would work with uh, companies, be it them startup, uh, SMMEs, or even if they're existing, to make sure that they gaps are identified mm-hmm. and that through training methodology as well as mentorship okay. to get them to sustain their business mm-hmm. more importantly to grow and survive as a as a bigger enterprise because nobody wants to remain small yeah throughout their tenure yeah. i love the fact that you 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 coach but i think let, 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 let's put 
um, Dr. Nishal to the test. Um, there's a young man next to you. He knows about business. He doesn't know anything about um, PE. If ever you were to coach him, what what grade I am? Are you Matthew? I'm in grade eight. Grade eight. If ever you were to coach somebody, because right now for me, I believe development should start at the very end age. Yeah. Uh, we've had the privilege of having um, um, teen entrepreneurs. And what what old was the other uh, girl? Yo, she was nine, she was making fifteen thousand a month. Mm. Wow. Yeah, she was nine, making about fifteen thousand. Um, you know, a month. Sure. Um, doing business, you know, and 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 for me, I think for somebody that is nine years, um, it's a lot of money, and it's good. Yeah. So obviously, um, and and I know there's a couple of uh, we've also had junior achiever, um, South Africa, mm-hmm. that actually do development from, from from an early age. So obviously in your aspect, I don't know as to what age you guys start doing development. But before we get to that, there's a young man. If we were to coach this young man, what would you say? Um, firstly, I would want to establish from his own perspective, what does he want to do in his, in mm. his life? And there is next to you. <laughs> so uh, for, for, for 60 seconds, okay. we're leaving it to you. So very quickly, uh, you mentioned what you want to study um, after school, but would you not want to, to start your own business uh, doing exactly what you enjoy? So the first question I'd pose to you is why not start your life after school as a businessman while studying? And, uh, you know, you could fund your own studies through various enterprises or various types of models. What would you like to do if you had that opportunity? Um, could you repeat the question? Uh, what would you like to do if you were given the opportunity to start your own business say at 18 years old um, and we could assist you in terms of funding or putting together a business plan that you as a young achiever could actually materialize a business and run your business from inception to some sort of growth in a few years time what type of business would you like to go into um, I'd say well since I'd be 18 I'd come closer to the mic I'd say nothing too serious but like um, something for designed for younger children in terms of having fun and things like that, yeah. Well, with this li- young gentleman here, if he's got that concept in terms of design for uh, for children and make some money out of it, we could assist him in putting together a web design program mm-hmm. where we would encourage him to run his own enterprise simply with a tablet or a laptop where he could generate income through web design. Designing, really? designing technology, he could belong to a company called freelance.com mm-hmm. where his services could be globally reached mm-hmm. uh, and he could put out his name out there, what he could design. Is it a program? Is it an application of some sort? Mm-hmm. And uh, users all around the world could source that uh, service from him at a fee that is, uh, you know, remunerated in dollars. So he could earn anything from a little few dollars for doing a design work to as much as he could. So mm. this is something that you could easily get into. Okay. And thousands of people do this around the world mm. as an entrepreneur. Mm. I know free I know freelance.com, but now how long will it take him to actually be the kind of um entrepreneur that could um you know sample his work out there? What we'd like to do as new generation mindset, the business academy, we actually want to target youth development. So mm-hmm. we want to get into the schools as early as probably 16 years old, grade mm-hmm. 10 and train people to change their mindset from just being an employee to being an employer. Mm. So build their confidence, build their competencies. So when they leave school, they don't necessarily look at wanting to work for an organization or go and study. They would want to be that organization. 
So even though they're 18 years old, mm-hmm. they come out to the mindset that, listen, the business can be done. It can be done quickly. Mm-hmm. So when you ask how quickly uh, can it be done, nothing stops him from doing it now at school. Mm. Wow. Are you up for the challenge? Yeah, I am. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it's fine. Um, then I think maybe... Uh, we'll discuss the challenge later as to how you're going to implement it. Because one thing you need to understand, Matthew, um, and to everyone else that is listening out there, we need to start entrepreneurship from an early age. Yeah. I started entrepreneurship in high school selling cakes and sweets. And Bulalani, you started entrepreneurship when? Bulalani? Okay, Bulalani is sleeping. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So, I mean, that's, that, that, that's what, um, I mean, we need to encourage, I, I think generally as, 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 as parents, cause right now we know that entrepreneurship is the way to go, especially for posting of, of the economy, um, of our country, um, and of the continent, um, as a whole. But then how long did you start when you, um, when you were starting business? I must say, before I answer that, this handsome gentleman looks like Mr. Praveen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At an angle. No, I, I mean, okay, well, to answer the question, <laughs> I was lightening the mood. Come to think of it, I did, I, uh, you, oh, you, <laughs> he's got the resemblance. Eh? Yeah. Then I thought money, budget. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, started, I started when I was 17. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think now, you know, seeing what I've just seen right now happening, I mean, with this kind of coaching, you know, I would have turned out to be, yo, I don't know. I mean, I think 100 years ahead. But, I mean, it's never too late, I guess, mm. to get yep. this kind of business coaching. And I think I'd like to engage him even after the platform to get him to come to the township. Mm. You know, speak to some of the entrepreneurs that we host there. I mean, it would be amazing. Yeah. Phenomenal stuff. No, yeah. definitely. Um, then I'm holding you to it. You said you're committing, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring you here back after a couple of months. You're going to tell us what is it that you do. What is that you do? You're gonna freelance, you're gonna research everything, freelance.com, you're gonna research them if you need to have a meeting with them as to give you the plan as to how you go ahead. But you need to start that business. Is that a promise we're getting? Yes, it is. Okay, no, definitely. Then you can go call, tweet for us, um, so long. I mean, um, then now let me get, uh, to, to, to now, um, somebody that, um, that deals, um, with the triple B, um, I mean, um, turning, um, actually, initiative that are actually running um, one, or they're running. In fact, they actually be advisors. Um, I've had the privilege of meeting Tarina Laws um, at an entrepreneurial event. Um, strange enough, um, you know there, there was something bubbly about Tarina, and and I had to <laughs> meet her, and 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 she was actually shocked that for for as quiet as I was, um, that I'm on radio and TV. Tarina, how are you? Fine, thanks, and you? No, good thing. It's good to see you in a year. Huh? Yes, it's very good. You see the power of networks. I know. I love talking. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, definitely. Tarina, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is it that you do? Um, hi, I'm Tarina Lotz. I work for a company called Cause. And um, what I do is that I'm a, I'm a BE consultant. But the main reason why I do it is to improve the socioeconomic status of the country and to empower people through skills development. Um, my philosophy in life is if you teach someone how to fish, they've got food for a lifetime. If you hand out fish every day, they'll be there the next day. So 
teach someone how to fish and you empower everyone. You empower the nation. Hmm. So you're not, you're not alone. I mean, you're with Dawi Brink. Uh, when I met you, you told me about Dawi, but I've never had the privilege of meeting Dawi. Um, Dawi, how are you? Do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us what is it that you do? Hi, Tabohu. Thank you. Um, yes, I'm Dawi Brink, and we're from uh, Cause. We are the advisory company, and what we do is that we uh, actually take over the whole BE function in, in corporates, uh, from advisory to verification and also facilitate training and so forth. Hmm. So, yeah. so you said you take up the entire BE? A function. Function. Of a company okay. Because there's... there's um, B can, 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 you can you simplify that? Unless, Bulelan, do you know, what, you know what's the entire BE function? No. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Okay, the reality um, in South Africa is that companies need to have at least a, com- uh, a compliant PE certificate or in certain cases, depending on which industry you operate in, you need to at- obtain a certain level. Mm-hmm. Uh, your base level is level one, your worst level eight. So it's our job to facilitate that in the company to act as advisor to do, uh, to create the best strategy in terms of sustainable business growth mm-hmm. and black economic empowerment for 100, 200 years from now. Well, so. I, li- I like what you're saying. I mean, I've never seen one to start off. I've never seen somebody having a BE8, a BE7 or BE6. I'm no. sure, Zaid, you've never <laughs> seen somebody as well. And no, they only seem to find the lower number. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So now, I mean, it, 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 it makes me worried to say, do, is there somebody on 8 one? And two, I mean, because it looks like when you have the money and you have the police station stamp, <laughs> You can definitely get yourself easy to, in, to a three and to a four. Yeah, if you're black. But if you're not black, then you need to have a good strategy in place. Yeah. So the new codes allows that if you're 51% black mm. uh, and your turnover is less than 50 million per mm. annum, mm. you exempt on a level two. And if you're 100% black, you exempt on a level one. So it's only when you exceed that 50 million threshold when you need, actually need to think about B strategy. Okay. Then just to bring everybody that is listening on board, remember when, I mean, the triple Bs um, came into effect last year in May, they were reduced from seven to five. So now, um, right now listening, I mean, um, um, to Dowie, I ask myself to say these triple B um, strategies and initiatives, um, I know that they're there to, to, to benefit um, black business owners. Um, and histori- historically disadvantaged individuals. So now we've got Bulelani, um, who is running an advertising and marketing agency in the township for the township people. And, and part of what he does is, is to expose township brands and brands that want to go into the township in general. So now, I mean, he's sitting with uh, in an industry where there's your big agencies that he's competing with. There's your big agencies um, that are practically, um, they're not even kicking his butt, they're whipping him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? <laughs> you know? and, and, and he's struggling with access to market. Yeah. Right now, one of the things that, that um, it was said when this B came into effect, as small business, you need to come up with strategies on how to definitely implement these um, B codes and how to better effect work for them, you know. Mm-hmm. I know that personally I'm very much um, well informed, but I can tell you that some of the strategies that I've tried, they've not really worked, mm-hmm. you know. So now, I mean, for a person like Bulelani, I mean, how can the person implement some of these strategies you're talking about? If ever you were now to advise him in terms of implementing a strategy, I want to hear it from an advisory perspective, yes. and I want to hear it from somebody that deals with yeah. um, enter- entrepreneurs themselves. See, um, 
You know, you, you need to know how to sell. Okay. Whether it's B or not. Okay. Um, when it comes to, um, out of a B perspective, to sell yourself is you must remember um, how the generic scorecard looks. Okay. Uh, on the procurement element. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what's pushing the B uh, all the time. Is that my company needs your B certificate, your certificate needs, uh, is needed by another company. So okay. that is the whole circle. So when you look at, if you approach the big corporates uh, that, that must um, procure from 40% of the total procurement must come from 51% black-owned companies. Mm-hmm. And I think 12% or 8% from black female companies, which is actually very, very scarce. Okay. So if, if you fall into those brackets, and if you're a small company, uh, big corporates needs to spend at least, I think, between 12 and 15% of their total procurement spend from smaller companies, less than 50 million turnover. Um, that is a whole marketing sex- section on its own. But remember that B alone is not going to get you that deal. Skills combined with B is going to get you that deal. Okay. And that's what we're trying to do. B is not trying to lower the standard. It's trying to raise the sta- um, everybody to the standard. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to do here. And that's why I'm so pleased to hear what uh, you guys are doing because I think that's exactly the heart of the whole B thing. B is, mm-hmm. is not a perfect tool. Um, but it needs good leadership to mm-hmm. make it work. Yeah. And uh, guys like these guys are really uh, at the heart of the whole issue. Mm. So, Zaid? Well, there's two things. Mm-hmm. Before, with the old codes, companies could be very, well, the, the approach was very philanthropic. You know, take it, give it to the CFO, give it to Chuck, give it to whatever it is, very philanthropic. But since the new codes is talking about enterprise or supply development, and strengthening up your supply chain. If you have to take on black suppliers and on supply development and give him a contract, suddenly it becomes strategic to the business. So it, it's, it's no longer, it's a business imperative for companies to look at good BE companies. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, that's what supply development is about. Mm-hmm. How do we capacitate them? How do we make sure we have the right quality of BE companies instead of just saying we don't, we can't find. <laughs> and that's in Africa, we can't find. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is impossible. So whilst there's the one, sex, uh, one side on the corporate, the opposite on the SMME is just as important. We now need to realize as SMMEs that we need to be more strategic in our thinking. We need to step up to the plate in understanding how are we going to create value for our clients. Mm-hmm. And if we can merge that too, then I think the new codes will definitely add to transformation. Mm. Have you have you benefited from Triple B? I think out. I mean, I'm, I think Tebuk, you know better than I. Over the past two years, yes, we have, mm. and that is really about looking at understanding the future. Uh, calling the tune, uh, preempting, and going for the market. Mm. And, and, and like we said, uh, it's all about un- not understanding the market itself. But within black SMMEs, we need to also understand the SMME empowerment value chain. How mm. well do we know it? Uh, you know, we find so many SMMEs, but they're ignorant, like you said. They don't understand uh, which grants are available to them, who can assist them, mm. but it's out there. So I think uh, it's a portion of making sure that all economic actors come together mm-hmm. so that we can assist SMMEs, one with information, like our colleague said earlier, uh, you know, from uh, Zambia. It's ignorance. 
You know, mm-hmm. so how do we make sure that our entrepreneurs, uh, there's two. Mm-hmm. They need to have the responsibility and understanding um, the environment. But how do we go out there, make them a way through programs like yours mm-hmm. uh, in making sure we can assist these guys? Mm-hmm. Bulanan, have you ever benefited or know somebody that is benefited from PE? Well, I've benefited, but not as much as I would have liked to benefit. He's wearing a 10,000 rand tie. So he's <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, uh, I think I have. But uh, I really believe that there's more room for me to push the mm. button okay. and to learn a bit more. Yeah. Mr. Miller, have you benefited from BE or know somebody that has? Yeah, I have a, I have a friend who has benefited. Is it? Yeah. In what way? Um, he's a scal- ec- economics of scales have increased. Yeah. So, so he's doing well. Okay, so now the problem, um, Dawi, um, it's either you can answer the question or uh, Tarina can. Um, How can businesses benefit though? Because I think maybe the problem is how do they benefit um, or how can they take advantage of of these opportunities uh, of BE? I mean, that is out there. We about I don't want. I, I don't want to even get to the point of industrialists because mm. it's a different ball game. When it's <laughs> on, you know. um, well, to both, it depends. Um, I think knowledge is everything. Mm. Okay, it begins with the knowledge of of how the act is written and how the codes are written. Okay, um, and like I mentioned, it's about selling. So if you you are a small black owned company. Then I would suggest that you approach maybe these big programs of of the um, big corporates. They must have an enterprise development program running. Um, So maybe approach one of those guys and and offer your service offerings and um, combine a plan because it's all about convincing somebody that you can do the job or that that you are willing or have got the the time, that TED thing that they, uh, they call it. For bigger corporates, um, B equals uh, dollars or rands in our case. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't tender uh, without a B certificate. Most companies ask for a B certificate. So your B certificate is crucial in uh, accessing more business um, and growing your company. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- what we found in our experience is that a lot of companies has got misconceptions about B. Uh, it's been pushed through uh, the political a sphere to mean something that it's not actually uh, meant to be. Mm-hmm. So they kind of put up guard against it, and that hinders growth and progression on this. So uh, the new codes, there's some good aspects to it, mm-hmm. like forcing companies to really look at your supply chain, because that's actually what's going to grow our economy, mm-hmm. is business. Um uh, and business is, 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 is to do with solving problems. And mm-hmm. to solve a problem, we need skills. So um, I don't know if that's more yeah. in line what you... Think. I think maybe let me ta- ask Tarina this one. Um, Tarina, who are you advising? Uh, black business, white business? We advise both. The thing is, um, a lot of business owners in South Africa have white ownership, obviously. Okay. And... Like you ask, is only a few being benefited? Mm-hmm. Um, let me just first clarify the definition of black. Black, according to the codes, is Chinese, Indian, mm-hmm. colored, and black people who naturalized before 1994. Okay. So, um, a foreigner like my colleague, I don't know when he was naturalized, he's a black person, mm-hmm. but he does not get any points under the BE codes. 
Okay. So that's some information to take note of. Mm. So it is BE is to empower local people, not only a few. There is different ownership options. Mm. So you can have your educational trust. Um, I'm thinking about my colleague outside there. If he has a, a rural um, uplifting program, it's a wonderful thing. He's got a, a, a uh, township entrepreneur, entrepreneurs okay. alliance. All right. Yeah. So um, ownership, there's different ways of having black ownerships in a company, especially for our white businessmen. You can have a black individual. You can have an educational trust or you can have an employee trust. So there's a lot of different options where um, the big masses can be benefited as well. So um, I think BE is a wonderful tool, mm. especially if you do take your, um, your money and your resources and you push it towards skills training. Mm. That is my passion. I believe if you've got a skill, you can do something that influences the whole economy and everyone gets um, a benefit from it. Hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, what you're saying it's it's actually interesting. It it comes um it, it you're coming now into the turf of um Dr. Nishal. Um, Dr. Nishal, I know that you guys um have got a workplace skills training um submission to CETA. Um, but do you want to tell us more about that? Yes. Uh, what we do as one of the services that we offer mm-hmm. as an advisory and management service is uh, most all companies, even if they employ 50 or more employees, um, would submit an employment equity plan as well as a workplace skills plan, which Mm. is basically to record or plan what they plan to do in terms of the next year in terms of training and skills transfer. Okay. So what we do as part of the service is we advise them. uh, We conceptualize how they can maximize the training transfer and skills transfer both to the employees within the organization and if you look at the BE codes in terms of skills development, it's mm. wider than just your employees. You okay. can actually uh, train and um, move to skills training outside your organization to your suppliers. Mm-hmm. You could move it to the communities and customer base in which you operate. So our role as uh, both an advisory and implementation company is not just to advise, but to actually implement for the clients as well as individuals, mm. both at corporate and individual level, okay. how they could transfer skills, um, how they could benefit from the skills, but more importantly than skills transfer, most people don't want to be perpetual trainees. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence, the uh, enterprise or supplier enterprise development and uh, supplier chain is pivotal to become suppliers of big corporations so that you can actually live and practice what you've trained and learned over the years. Mm. But Dr. Nishal, you're busy saying companies, companies. SMEs like him, I mean, um, how are they accommodated into this? Well, our our program deals with one person, uh, companies, startup Mm. companies. So it's Mm. not, it's, although we work predominantly with uh, large corporations, our beneficiaries in terms of the programs are actually SMMEs. Oh, so you can you can exactly. go there. Exactly. So you're yep. covered. So he's covered. <laughs> he, he's, he can be covered from a, a standalone individual. Okay. Where we train and empower them to change the mindset in terms of technical skill competency, but more importantly, as my colleague and CEO says, we build on their confidence. Mm-hmm. Because if you could build the individual confidence to stand up and present, they could sell their services and products. Mm-hmm. So our training technically focuses on competency but more importantly deals on the competence and the confidence in being uh, a strong uh, uh, person, self-esteem, confident to sell your services. So it works with everyone. Mm. A startup as in just getting started today to a multinational corporation. 
We deal with everyone in the value chain. Yeah. So, I mean, um, Zaid, now um, I heard a little birdie somewhere saying now there's a new call for entrepreneurs. You, there's an incubation program that, that you guys are now getting into. Do you want to tell yeah. us more about that? Well, we have a few running. Okay. Uh, we have um, an incubator in, in the Eastern Cape, and that's for ESCOM. Mm. Uh, and that is around energy sector for uh, capacitating the local entrepreneurs so that they can participate in that economy or large uh, tenders. Why only Eastern Cape? Well, uh, that is one of the incubators. We have it in Johannesburg. Okay. Uh, and there we run programs for MTN, Samsung, uh, Dimension Data, Tyson Crops, um, so quite a few large organizations. Mm-hmm. And what our purpose is there is to make sure that we empower the, our entrepreneurs so that they can uh, take those opportunities within those corporate sectors. Mm. So now, I mean, um, in terms of now um, the, 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 the incubation programs, yeah. you're saying you, you're running a few? Yeah. Okay, it's the one in East Cape? Where the, the another one is where? Yeah, so the other one is in Johannesburg. Okay. Um, yeah, so in Johannesburg, we run the one for telecoms, and that is really to look at Aspirant as well as existing suppliers mm. for MTN. Uh, making sure that young entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs entering into telecoms, okay. how do we prepare them? And once they graduate, they can move over to the supplier development, have the quality to be able to provide those professional services to the tele- telecoms industry. Okay. Uh, that's the one. Uh, then we have in the engineering sector where we're looking at young engineers who don't have the right infrastructure expertise but have the qualification mm-hmm. uh, and how do we pre- uh, assist them with the infrastructure as well as all the other services with the marketing so we assist companies to engage the market uh, mobilize resources and capability so that they can actually grow mm-hmm. so during that first two years um, mm-hmm. it's a three-year program but for the first two years it's intense uh, assistance to ensure that the guy can actually grow so now, I mean, if ever people want to now know more information about the programs yep. that, that you're running, where can they get the information? Um, very easy. They can go onto our website, uh, www.ngmindset.co.za, okay. or simply email at us, uh, info um, at ngmindset.co.za. Okay. Do you want to repeat that for us? It's info mm-hmm. at ngmindset.co.za. Mm-hmm. Then a website address? Okay. Website is www.ngmindset.co.za. Yeah. So now, um, Mr. Melo, um, let me come to you. Um, I can imagine um, how how it feels. I mean, you 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 you've been, for me from where I'm sitting, you you've been part of the struggle, and 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 I mean, uh, you be, have been part of the struggle. Um, now there's B codes, there's advisors are coming. They're saying you can't benefit. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a negative way. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just, you know, giving you a bit of background. Yeah. But yeah, you can still benefit um, because you've got the knowledge to empower everyone in South Africa because you're an economist. That's um, a good comeback, I think. <laughs> now, what I heard from NG uh, mindset has been quite uh, highlighting mm-hmm. and quite encouraging. Because what a lot of people lack is the ability to put themselves together. You can have the the paper, the you've graduated, <laughs> but you don't have the experience. Mm-hmm. You, you work experience is quite vital in anything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So they can give you the capacity to go as to another level, yeah. and the, at at least you be you have someone holding your hand. Mm. And that's what a lot of people lack as well. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you, you, you can come fresh out of university and uh, 
you, 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 you don't have anyone backing you. Yeah. So they can, they can hold your hand and take you to the next level. And most, I, from my experience, once you are there, because someone is holding your hand, you are able to flourish and make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with what our friends are saying on the other side with the, um, when it comes to the BEE, I think once you put all this together, you're able to actually find your way or you're able to navigate your way to a, a better place. Mm. So now, uh, Dr. Nishan, um, would you say companies are complying? There's an algma, um, amalgam <laughs> of uh, companies in terms of there are those that comply simply because of a tick box a legislative requirement where they need to do business with the state or the a state-owned enterprise. And there are also companies that uh, don't comply. Um, so we face, you know, skepticism at the highest level uh, where people do not want to transform. And mm. then you get those that genuinely want to transform. Mm. And those are the challenges we face on a daily basis. High level of skepticism because you don't want to share uh, the power and the economy and the commercials. And then there's those that uh, comply simply by default or design. You know, they, uh, they have to do it. It's a tick box exercise. Uh, if they don't, then they will not get this, uh, the various types of projects or assignments that's needed out there. Our job as new generation mindset is to encourage people that they should do it, mm-hmm. not just for compliance, but for ethical as well as strategic initiatives. Mm. Because if you have more companies in organizations around in South Africa, you get more people employed. Mm. And the greater the number of employment, the greater the economy, as the economists would share, and, and more people would benefit out of it. Um, and that's what we're trying to do, change the mindset. Hence the name of the organization, <laughs> New Generation Mindset. Yeah. So, um, um, Tarina, would you say companies are complying? I think they comply because some of them have to. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between have to and want to. Yeah. And uh, now everyone's laughing a at big me. Difference. Uh, there's a big difference. <laughs> and um, me, me and Darby have this discussion every day. BE is not a thing that your admin personnel should do. Mm. BE must come from top management to implement a strategy. Mm. Because if you, let's say you're in the engineering um, industry, you have to sit and decide where your company wants to go because there needs to be a skills transfer. If you have a degree, let's say you're an engineer, when you walk into a company, it's not to say that you have the right skill to work in that company. Mm. So there must be a skills transfer And from top management There must be a strategy Mm. And that is where we come in We sit with our clients And we work out a strategy To employ the correct people To give them the correct training Mm. So that they can move forward Mm. With their company So BE must come from top management I do a lot of work in in, in, in Cape Town um, And I must say uh, It's disappointing to see some of the Reputable construction companies that are doing there, that are that are, I mean, growing there, and other companies that uh, don't care about BE, um, and they tell me straight, I mean, we don't do tendering. Yeah, private sector, we run it, we own it, and right now they've got the CIDP, they've got whatever, because obviously their fellow brothers and sisters give each other business, and for me. Um, I mean, they don't understand why do I want to be bringing in whatever where else it doesn't affect them. Um, I mean, what do you have to say to that? Well, th- that is the challenge because um, BE is not a, 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 a law that says you must have BE. 
it's a it's an indirect effect. So if you don't have a BE certificate and you're in a certain industry, you you might lose business or you might close down your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the challenge. And again, I come back to the misconceptions about BE because those companies has got a certain perception about this legislation and uh, how the how the BE is communicated through. Um, I think that is the the, 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 the crux of the, the whole issue here. And that's our job, to go to companies like that and say, listen, this is how BE is supposed to work. And then we need to show them results. Mm-hmm. Most companies, believe it or not, um, even the ones that says we're not going to do BE, if you go and sit with those companies and you start talking, the guards go go down and they just have a one-to-one to you. Then you realize, listen, this guy does a lot to to his black staff and to his children and so forth and so forth. So he's doing on a small small scale, he does something regarding BE, but not, not enough to make a, a significant change so it'll have an effect in 100, 200 years from now. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's the main challenge and to, and to set the, uh, get the guards down and have a, uh, uh, honest discussion with our clients and say, listen, this is how so be supposed to work and then implement strategies and give them results. Show them the guys that you train on socioeconomic development, the, the, the children and communities, where are they now? Mm-hmm. What happened with that money that, that, that they spend on the 1 and 3% of the profit alpha tax? What's mm-hmm. the result of that? Because I think that is also important. Businessmen want to return on investment, whether it's Monetary or non-monetary? No, no, no. Businessmen don't want to spend, period. <laughs> Why don't you say that? Yeah. So, ob- ob- obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm sure obviously we, we would employ you to try and get you to save us money. So, how can we save money? How can we do this? Or am I lying, right? I just wanted to add on to what he just said. Okay. I think we need to understand that um, we have 5.2 million adults unemployed. Hmm. We have the majority of our youth at the moment or black uh, society living in poverty And I think the, Like he says The people that believe They don't need BE Need to have a good understanding Of which country they're living in Because If we don't take transformation Transformation seriously We could lose everything else yep. So I think uh, You know We must not beat it on I, I like what you said earlier we, we, We're constantly Facing Companies that think BE is a black thing it's a government thing mm. And I think it's a corporate responsibility thing To make sure that we can empower our people So that we can make this country what we really want What it really could be yes. mm. So now, I mean, um, yeah, no, it's, it's a good point that you, you're making there, Zaid But now, I mean, adding to the point that Zaid is making um, Is there a regulator for, 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 for Triple B to make sure or to, to, to supervise or to make sure that companies are complying? Well, initially it was SANAS. And then later on, Urba uh, came along. And Urba uh, just announced mm-hmm. that they are not going to be the regulator anymore. And the, the beer commissioner has been appointed. And they've going to, I think by September, establish a, a new regulator. How that's going to work, we don't know. Okay. You said first it was SANAS. Then now yeah. who came into party? Urba. That's the Independent Regulatory Board of something auditors of auditors Sorry. okay yeah. uh, so, so do, do you know of them Bulelani? Sanas yes um, no 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 Sanas I know the other yeah. guys no no, no <laughs> I definitely don't know so, <laughs> so, so they do you know of them <laughs> Mr. Mayor do you have them do you know no, them 
No, please put us in contact. Okay. We need to have them here answering for themselves. We uh, can't yeah, be speaking. No, definitely. Yeah. Then later yeah. the year you're saying there's a new regulator so, coming? So the IRBA is the regulating board for auditors. Mm-hmm. That's all that they are. So if uh, an auditor wants to do uh, B verifications, they need to be B approved. Uh, there's certain criteria for that. And then they are B approved so they can do sign-off certificates. Um, I know... The DTI was not happy in how the, the verifications were conducted up to date, and that's why they are going to set up a new regulator. And how that form is going to take on, we're not sure at this at this, uh, this stage. Um, currently, the SANES and the Urba logo is still valid on your certificate, so you can be rest assured on those two. Yeah, I think maybe the sooner we have a regulator, we will work much better, because eh? <laughs> you know who's door to knock on. And, 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 and report some people, you know, or to yeah. say this is not, it's not happening. Well, the, yeah. the B commissioner will take over that function. Because mm-hmm. the B commissioner will oversee all major B deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will. But now, what, that's the problem right there. Major. Before you become major, you start as a small business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're going to investigate fronting. Because the government is taking fronting very seriously now. But, uh, yeah. So, um, let, let's say I've got a company and you've got a company and you realize, listen, my company is not doing th- th- things ethical and I'm trying to affront. Then you go to the regulator or to the B commissioner and you, and you go and lay a complaint and they come and investigate. If they found I'm guilty, me as a business owner and the verification agency that sound of my um, certificate uh, will be liable and these imprisonment fines um, of... of to 10 million, was it 1 million, or 10% of your annual turnover, as well as uh, imprisonment. So they take it very seriously. So when is that coming into effect? It's already here. Um, uh, I think it's already here. They've just appointed the, the chair of the commissioner. Who's the commissioner? So, no, man, you must give me Google. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, then, then let me ask you this. Do, I, I, for, I forgot. Uh, she's uh, she's uh, quite well known. Okay. Then um, from there, tell me, do do we do we have um, triple B ombudsman, like we have a tax ombudsman? The B does. commissioner will be that fulfilling that role. Okay. Um, as well as rating agencies. If you if you come across and we've come across a few fraudulent certificates. Uh, you need to go and report that to the rating agency that issued that certificate. Okay. You just said you came across. When you came across it, what yeah. did you do? <laughs> no, I reported it. I must. To who? To, to Sanas? To the, to the rating agency, and they must go and report it to the, their regulator, whether it's Sanas or Urba. Okay. So Sanas and Urba comes for an audit annually mm-hmm. uh, to that rating agency to see if there's any non-conformances or anything irregular. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody's keep, kept in, in check. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. No, guys. Um, I guess. Um, I mean. Um, yeah. No. Maybe let's let's get that guy to studio, ne? And let, <laughs> let let him answer for himself. What do you think? No, I think that would be a very good idea. No, definitely. No, we're gonna hunt him down after the show. Then from there, we'll definitely bring him back next time. But more than anything, um, thank you, ladies and uh, you. or gents and the ladies yeah. and a lady, you know, um, for 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 joining us um on the show. I mean, I've got. Um, no doubt that it was quite informative because I think we had an opportunity to inter um, to interrogate um, the discussion further. I mean, I know for me, I've had a light bulb moment on a couple of things um, that we've discussed. But more than anything, we usually close off the show in style. Um, I'll start um, all the way from you, Zaid. Um, 30 seconds, word of inspiration to someone that's listening out there. Word of inspiration, wow. 
um, to the young black entrepreneurs out there, um, it's about it's a huge opportunity within the next six months. I uh, said, so go out there, prepare strategically. And make sure that you actually have a deliberate strategy of how to actually uh, uh, take advantage of the new vehicles. Okay, uh, you know, there's a there's a Greek philosopher uh, known as Archimedes, and he once said, "If you give me a rock to stand on, I'll shake the world." I think Triple B Double E is the rock. So if we could solidify the rock in South Africa, we would shake the world. Hmm. I like that, hmm. um, Tarina. Beat that <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm thinking um, This goes out to all business owners Whether you, you're black or white You have the power To change South Africa The economic situation And the skills development Of South Africa So this is a challenge To all business owners out there To make the difference Because you've got the power in your hands so, um, and we are also there for any questions. Please go to our website, cause, um, www.cause.co.za. And we are here to help and assist South Africa. I was, I was actually going to ask you to say, where do people get hold of you? So you said www. Um, cause, C-O-R-E-S. Okay. Dot .co.za. Okay. Um, Dawi? Yes, Um, I would like to, Speak to the leaders of the uh, uh, of the country, and I would like to ask them to please take skills seriously because that's that's the the true issue of a country. But not only skills; mm-hmm. we've got a moral dilemma in our country as well, and we need to marry these two to have skills mm-hmm. and morality. Because all we see in the news is just hayok, and there's no rules. We need to be accountable to each other, and we need to bring in the moral aspect as well. Hmm. Only then we can move forward. Okay. Um, Mr. Melo? Uh, all I could say for my brothers out there is that uh, we've been on the mountain too long. It's time to get up and go to another level. Everything is out there. It's a matter of one being determined. And grasping everything, and uh, the sky is the limit. Yeah, okay. the sky is the limit. Bulelani, thirty seconds. Um, just go out there and get things done. Go out there and get things done. Yeah. Okay, that's all we had for you today on three sixty base. Um, and in closing, I said your smile is your logo, your personality is your business card. How you leave others feeling after having experience. That becomes your trademark. This is all we had for you today. Catch us again next time, same time right here on Cliff Central. My name is Deborah Homafordi. This is all that we had for you today. We'll be coming back next time with another exciting discussion right here on 360Biz. I'm out. 360Biz on cliffcentral.com.